0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Black Women. It's your girl, Simi Shalable, and I'm on your waves. If you aren't following us on Instagram, I mean, at one point I'm gonna stop saying this, but I mean, if you're not, it's just awkward for all of us, right? Um, but it's at. <laughs> the number two black women underscore and if you haven't shared this with anyone any podcast with anyone I mean that's okay like not every podcast is for everyone but right now if I'm telling you to share with someone and there's someone on your heart just post it what's the worst they can do not listen to it I mean that's sucky for them but that's nothing for you um so as always I went through something this week I continue to go through things this week and I think I go through things because of y'all I decided to have a podcast and I decided to do this 52 week, you know, thing. And of course, that's the only time that I'm out here just like going through it all. So today we're talking about double mindedness, eh? And this one's called double mindedness, the bane of my existence. So let's just talk about what double-mindedness is okay so double-mindedness doesn't really have a definition like a specific definition in like the like it does but it doesn't really capture it um so double-mindedness came to me because what happens with me let me explain for me and then like maybe I should go to the definition then explain it to me so the definition of Miriam's Webster is wavering in mind undecided um but then um, I had to like that wasn't really it like what really helped me figure it out was James one eight um and it says that a double minded man is unstable in all his ways, and so for me, let me just tell you how I got here, okay so Why I call double-mindedness the bane of my existence is because your girl will be out here with ideas, right? Your girl will be out here living her life, doing her thing, and then this voice of doubt, fear, whatever it is, will come in and make me think of something else. Or make me think the opposite of what I know and the promises upon my life. Y'all get what I'm trying to say? And if you don't, I'll try to explain it again, okay? Let me explain it again. Let's say you and me have decided to go to Japan, eh? We've decided to go to Japan. Can you tell how much this girl missed traveling? Okay, so we've decided to go to Japan. I'm excited, you're excited. And then thoughts will start coming into my mind. Like, are you sure about Japan? What about Thailand? What about Malaysia? And all of those places are great, right? But I've already decided on japan so why am i out here worrying going over it am i making the right decision am i is this the decision god wants for my life what am i doing am i sure it's not me am i sure it's my flesh Did I, again and again and honestly i can't the reason why it's the bane of my existence is because it takes everything, eh? It takes the joy out of the thing that I'm thinking about. Um, It takes over my whole mind. It makes me think that I'm less than. It makes me think that I can't make decisions. Double-mindedness is the bane of my existence because it takes energy, you know? To think you know what you want to do, And then every single time, not every single time, that's a a dramatization, that's not a word, but I'm going to use it, um, of what is actually happening. The truth is, I made a decision, right? I made a decision at the time, I made that decision with as much information as I have, and I'm going to live out that decision. That's where I'm at now. But before that, I wasn't there. But the reason I really wanted to talk about double-mindedness is because um, I've really been working through that term. You know when you go to yourself, you're like, you're crazy, or like, you're too much. Like, I do that all the time, and I've really had to stop saying that about myself because, one, I'm not crazy, and two, I'm just the right amount for the people who I'm supposed to be around. All the rest of y'all. It's not my business. You're not my people. I'm not your people. We move. And I'm not crazy. I I have... At times felt crazy because i've had two things going on that are opposing each other, and it's like you know how it feels it feels like there's two sides of me, and they 're fighting against each other. you know you know what double mindedness is you know how in all those shows they 'll have the angel on one side and the the devil on the other side, and they 're just yelling yelling you 're thinking about something, and they 're just yelling yelling yelling, yelling, yelling y'all know what I mean I know I know now you know what I mean because you've seen it. But that's what double-mindedness is right you never know which one's right you never know which one's wrong and that is what consumes you you spend so much time thinking that what if I make the wrong decision what if I make the right decision and that leads to a bunch of different things that leads to of course doubting yourself you no longer trust you what you're saying the opinions um it takes up time, so you're just feeling tired and drained because these decisions take a lot longer than making a quick decision. And another one that I found was procrastination. It's like the fear of making the wrong, taking the wrong step will cause you to procrastinate. It will cause you to stand still and be... Um, what's that word I'm trying to think? I'm trying to think about paralyzed. That's the word. It will cause you to be paralyzed and it will cause you not to move. And I realized, damn, in my whole life, like, so many of the times I've procrastinated, so many times of the times that I haven't lived my full truth is because I've had double-mindedness. I've had this sense that I'm making the wrong decision. And so rather than to make the wrong decision, I will just stay exactly where I am. Another thing that comes with double-mindedness is, like, wanting to be perfect, like wanting what you're going through right now you want to make the perfect decision you don't want to make a wrong step you don't want to make a wrong move can I just tell you that's a lie that's a whole lie anybody who has ever succeeded has failed before I can tell you like I hate using law school as a thing but it's just the season I'm in I bombed bombed my first LSAT bombed like I don't even tell people what I got unless I'm close to them because I don't need this side eye judgment. I bombed my first LSAT. I bombed it. And I never thought, because I failed so badly, I thought I wasn't made for law school. I was like, okay, I'm never gonna do this again. I should just, you know, move on to a next career. It took me years to write the LSAT again, and I succeeded the second time. I failed a whole bunch and i know that there's more failures in my future even with this podcast i've failed I've, I've i've recorded things and i'm like i don't even like how that sounds i've recorded i've recorded whole podcast podcasts, and not recorded them <laughs> you know what i mean um but there's so much wisdom that has come with failure i now know how to record i i use the simplest way to record and every single time it comes out beautifully um I use the same consistency. My consistency was created by my failures. My wisdom on how to do this was created by my failures. And I'm not even at the peak yet. I still fail today. I fail all the time. Um, But like so much of me wanting to be perfect um, and not make the wrong decisions really paralyzed me from even doing anything. And so now I'm at this point where it's like, so what's the solution of double-mindedness? right and and for me this is really really spiritual for me this is really religious um and i i hate saying spiritual religious because like i just believe in jesus christ um and that's on period um (laughs) you know when you're just like and my oh my gosh side note my cousin has taught my mom about um period and so now my mom every time she talks to us she just goes period even when it's not even in the right spot she'll just be like period and i'll be like okay i i can't we can't save the world we can't save the world um (laughs) but so what the bible in james one says that a person who is double-minded is unstable and should not expect to receive anything from the lord and it's not because the lord does not love them it's not because god doesn't want them to not be double-minded it's because to believe in god you have to have faith right to believe to believe to have faith is the evidence of things unseen like i don't know what's gonna happen but i have faith that i can step into this and so many of us in christian them christian them i actually love that word anyways so many of us in christian them are like waiting you know waiting on the lord waiting on the lord which is a beautiful thing if god has told you to wait wait eh if god has told you to wait it's not me it's not me now who'll be like no go ahead do that thing get it, girl yes girl get it no they won't be me but if you have not heard anything right if you're trying to make this decision and you haven't heard anything instead of being paralyzed by double-mindedness and letting oh you shouldn't do this or you should do that these are the reasons you should do that these are the reasons you shouldn't and letting it go on and on and on and on and on make a decision you're like what without god no that's that's You see how that wasn't what I said? I didn't say without God. I said, make a decision and leave it at the feet of Jesus, eh? Say, God, I made this decision. God, I... For me, right now, just being blunt, um, there is a person. Let's not even get there. And I'm literally laying them at the feet of Jesus. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie no more and say there's nothing because there's no point, Right? I'm going to lay them at the feet of Jesus. And I'm not going to lie about crushing on them or thinking about them, because I am. But I'm going to lay them at the feet of Jesus. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like, right now, we're, we're all just friends, eh? Every one of us. Me and all the men are just friends. But, I know that I think about this person a lot more. But am I going to, you know, some of us Christian girls, we're like, <laughs> Like, I don't know if this is from the Lord. Like, maybe I should stop talking to him. I'm not doing that. I'm just living my life. I'm just going with the actions that feel, and I don't mean always go with your feelings, but that, like, naturally come from me. Like, I'm not going to talk to this person less, or if I feel like texting the person, not texting the person, unless, you know, God tells you not to. Because I'm feeling this type of way, I'm going to stand in my decision. Yes, I may have a crush. Cool, that's dope having crushes are fun you know there's no ties but before I came to this realization about double mindedness I was like oh I don't know if this person likes me oh my gosh am I making an idol out of this person (gasps) am I doing this am I doing that what if did that what if ah it's not every day overthink it's not every day overanalyze some days just live eh (laughs) <laughs> all days just live make that decision leave it at the feet of jesus like i'm leaving this crush at the feet of jesus and me i'm moving if it happens great we'll all wear ashua b at my wedding cool that's the best and if nothing happens and this man is promised to some other woman the way i will be shakuing sorry nigerian dance y'all gotta gotta google it to get the reference at his wedding i'll be so excited because the person is a friend and all of that means to say this (laughs) double-mindedness will literally steal your joy it'll make you compromise things in your life that you, you didn't want to compromise. It will make you overthink. It will steal your peace. It will steal your joy. You'll start thinking things about yourself. You'll start drawing away from people. You'll start start like ha- like being having internal conversations with yourself instead of engaging with the world. Y'all, that is not what I want for you. So if this is hitting you, if, if you're like, what is this girl talking about? On to the next. I mean, like, super glad you don't deal with double-mindedness. But if you do, like... One thing I would say is just admit it to yourself. Just be like, I have double-mindedness, eh? I would go to James 1 and I would read it. It's I think it's 1, 5 to 8, but you can just read the whole, you know, the whole chapter to get more context. And then, at that point, you've admitted it to yourself. You're like, I have double-mindedness. For, for me, it came in the sense that I was like, I have this. I struggle with this. This is a spirit I denounce by the blood of Jesus, Um, But now I'm moving. Now I'm moving. What am I going to do next? And what I decided to do next is be honest with myself about the things I have double-mindedness about. One of them was about school. I was like, I have this thought about school. Cool. What? I have this thought about a crush. Cool. I have this thought about a person. Cool. I have this thought about this. Cool. (laughs) What have I decided to do? The person. I've decided that... I don't know where our friendship is going to go. This isn't the question, by the way, but like, I don't know where our friendship's going to go, but right now I'm not messaging them. Right now I'm, I'm taking time to myself, developing myself. And if at any point I feel a desire to message that person or a desire to talk to that person or a desire to reach out to them or I see them in person, I can reevaluate our friendship there. It doesn't have to be today that I have to figure it out. Then I laid it at the feet of Jesus. I said, Jesus, if you want me to message that person, you want me to call that person, text that person, then I will but you'll lead me to that it won't be me okay with the crush I was like hey, boy's kind of cute lay at the feet of Jesus I mean he's still cute <laughs> but I'm laying it at the feet of Jesus and I'm like here you go um he's your son I mean you created him you know if he's the person for me I don't know maybe he knows maybe he doesn't know but I'm gonna leave it at your feet and I already know that you have the person for me. So if he's not, then this is just going to be a beautiful friendship. But your girl will never tell him she has a crush on him, eh? Because I did that once. I actually did that one. That's a whole different podcast. But this one, I'm not going to do that because he who finds a wife finds a good thing, eh? For school, I had this decision if I was going to fight something or if I wasn't going to fight something. And I realized... The decision I was like, oh, like if I don't fight it, could this impact my future? Da 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 da. Sorry, you should really see. I should videotape myself. I'm hysterical. I can't even lie. Um da 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 da. and I decided that to pursue it would would steal my peace. It would take my peace. It would it would really impact my, my mental health. And like I was talking to my friend who's also my mentor. And he was like, honestly, at this point, school cannot steal your, steal your, steal your uh, mental stability. And I said, it's true. I've let it take my mental stability for too long. No, 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 no. Like, my great, like, just, it's just not worth it, eh? Like, everything, like, I'm so happy and I'm, I'm definitely pushing and I love that God has given me this ability to be in school. But, like, it's not worth how much it would cost, you know? And if at any point God wants to tell me that my decision is wrong, he will gladly show up and show out. My God is not quiet, eh? He will tell me. Um, And so my solution, these are my solutions to double-mindedness. I mean, it's still a walk for me. I'm not perfect. Sometimes I still get caught up in my thoughts um, and have to bind some things and lose some things. You know how it is. Um, But I really wanted to talk about double-mindedness because it's crazy. Because... So I need to stop using the word crazy. I denounce that word. I'm really trying to like never use the word crazy again. Because it's it's just, yeah. Anyways. um, The point of this is I felt like I didn't have full control over my mind at times. I felt like every decision I made, I questioned a billion times before I make the one decision. And by the time it's there, somebody's made the decision for me. And I hate that feeling. So... If you're somebody like me who struggles with it, like we're going to lay that at the feet of Jesus. But right now we're going to we're going to make the honest effort that when these things come up and they want to question everything we do, we're going to stop, breathe, think about the thought, capture it, and make a decision and know that even if we fail at that decision, we only had the information that we had at that time and we made the informed decision with what we had. That's it. If we have to, and, and, and if at that time we were wrong, we can apologize, eh? We can move on from that. But we need to stop bogging ourselves down with, oh, I might make the wrong decision, and then it will change my life, and then sis, God is a good God; and He ain't gonna do that to you. So today, let's just walk in the freedom of one-mindedness. You know, walk in that freedom and be like, eh. But yeah, this has been the bane of my existence for a very long time. So when God revealed that this is what it was, I was overjoyed because I was so tired of being trapped in like continuously thinking about things. So I'm hoping this will help someone. I hope it helps you. I hope it helps someone you know. Um, I just want you to know that I am thinking about you, loving on you, and praying for you. I'm praying that God will equip you with the things to fight double-mindedness, that he will speak to you more clearly, that the decisions you make, even if they're good or if they're bad, Lord, that you'll continue to learn and continue to be able to gain wisdom within your failures, but also, you know, in your heights of heights. Um, And I'm just believing that this week, like, we'll be able to take every thought captive and keep it obedient. And make it obedient to what Jesus Christ is talking about. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. Stop binding and loosing in the blood of Jesus. (laughs) Amen. So, y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. See you next week. Bye.